Blog Talk Radio. Hey, 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 what is up? Kaylin Patterson, people be real talk, Midwest <laughs> muscles in the house. I got you. I knew I would get you with that one. Yes. And this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation. Todo el mundo. Classic. <laughs> and if you are a drug-free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on, not a rocket cabin or crevice, but a solid foundation to stand on, and a vehicle drive your goes like what does a roy like a Mack truck through ice cream sprinkled sprinkled so nicely ever so cleverly with snickerdoodle and chocolate way and chocolate. and that's how you get the win yeah check us out at payfuffymuscle.com and now let us chit chat with a banter Hello, Desiree. Hello. Hello, Kaylin or Patterson. We are now approaching D-Day. Well, not the D-Day we're all celebrating, but your D-Day as in stepping on stage day just a few short days away. Earlier this sure. week, you were a little groggy, a little I sleepy. <laughs> I heard you the were accent. a little sleepy. How are you feeling today? You're sounding a tad bit more chipper, I must say. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Finally. That's an accent. I'm very happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good today. Uh, you know, carbs are up. So, yeah, there's some energy there. And um, it, I, you, you, we tap into some very wonderful people by being in the gym atmosphere because usually the people that are consistently going – are finding motivation in themselves, and they can share that readily. And I, I thank God for that. I, I think I posted about it. One of the members basically had seen uh, there was an incident at the gym, and uh, just uh, just an, an antagonizing individual. And I was trying to keep my peace and keep my focus on my exercise. And she just stepped right in and stepped right up and shut it all down and, and said, you know, just, take whatever anger you have somewhere else because this guy's got a lot on his mind and whatever you're going through, he didn't start it and I'm going to finish it. And I was just blown away by that because this is, oh my. Where I just yeah. Yeah. And it, it was awesome to see. And this is a little, little bitty lady. It, it's just so funny and so cute because it just, it was so unexpected. I think it threw uh, the lady off because she wanted me to say something foolish and then, you know, get myself in trouble. And it just didn't happen, and then, and, 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 you know, it was almost like a wolf pack around, and, and she stepped in, and she was the voice of reason, and, and just just saved my butt, basically, because, you know, I just did not want to go to that negative nature so close to uh, show day. So it, it was real nice. And, you know, I the land of Kalen, well, I know it's a phenomenal place, but it really must be a phenomenal place, because I never – have things like this happen to me. You remind me of uh, one of my lady best friends that I find myself living vicariously through all the time because anything that's going to happen or will happen happens to her. And she always tells the story in such an amazingly funny way that even though it's not funny, it's hilarious. And I I feel like you have the same knack (laughs) because I, I just don't know, but I'm glad. So hats off to that little gal who stepped in for you, and, you know, I don't know. You Sometimes you just have some of the most amazing experiences, and they're not all funny, but when you step back and think about it, I mean, who gets hit on a bike by a car, Yeah. and the worst Tell that happens, not. praise the Lord, is you sustain a glute injury, of all things. Yeah. I mean, that is not funny, but it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. There is a God. There is a God. And praise the Lord, he is with you in your legion of guardian angels because that's the only explanation that I have for amen all the escapades that you've been put through. Amen and amen and amen for our guest tonight. We've got some big news, Kaylin. 
we've got some big news. We kind of shared it. We may have shared a snippet of it um, on a former show. I know we posted about it on Midwest Muscle. Yeah, but now we have we have the big news on the show tonight. So, Kaylin, set us up. This news. <laughs> hey, honestly, I, I we we go way back, and and I just uh, I've always enjoyed his spirit and his humble nature, and he was the behind the scenes guy. You know, never wanting any limelight, never wanting any accolades. You know, let's just get the competitors taken care of. Let's just do our best to promote the natural industry, and let's do everything we can to make sure that everybody's in a healthier and fit state of mind as well as body. And I was sold. I mean, I've been a fan of his since then, and, and, and you know, somehow, some way, he finds a way to to, to up the ante. And, and this time, I mean, as you and I were both like, wow, this is this is some big news. So, you know, I'm talking about Ryan Irwin, and he's, he's an awesome dude. But he's also an awesome human being, and he's one of those people you wish you lived closer to because he'd be fun to hang out with because I'm sure his brain never shuts off with ideas <laughs> and goals for improving himself, his family, and the natural community as, as a result of all those things. So, Ryan, you know, I'm going to let you tell everyone the big news, and we'll get this show started. Awesome. Well, Desiree, Kalen, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Really appreciate that introduction and I'm humbled. And uh it it is. It's just I'm I'm excited. I'm excited uh, you know, to 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 be able to, you know, share share some news and, and, and it's about it's about the sport, you know, it's about the growth of, of natural bodybuilding and and that's that's what I'm excited about, you know. And so um what what you guys are alluding to, and people don't already know, um, in in 2019, I am uh, the the new president of the NAMBF, and um, yes. I've been in this role, and and yeah, so it's it's uh, it's exciting, and but it, again, it's it. You you said it right, Kaylin. I mean, I've been uh, an officer uh, for the organization for, gosh, I don't know, over 15 years. Um, and and been competing in the sport itself for over 25. Mm-hmm. So um, I think through that lens, I've been able to see a lot, um, experience a lot, um, both through myself and through hundreds mm-hmm. of others. And so I I think that's given me just a um, a unique vantage point to be able to then give back to to the sport and and really um, you know do the things that that need to be done. And I think, I mean, that is just, I'm fantastic. I am so excited for you. So I have to share. So real quick, though, first, yes, Bill, this is Iowa Ryan. It's that guy. It's that guy. He is now the new president of the uh, NAMBF. So, and for you folks out there who are not familiar, that stands for North American Natural Bodybuilding Association. Actually, NAMBF Federation, sorry. It was the NAMBA, but now it's the NAMBF. So um, are you saying something, Kaylin, or is Ryan saying something? I'm getting some bounce back there. uh, It's just (laughs) a lot of (laughs) – okay. Uh, Ryan is well-known in Iowa, obviously, and – yeah, we're getting a lot of happy faces, and my phone just keeps buzzing because it's like exclamation points and happy things because they're they're really <laughs> excited that it's uh, they have a, a such a big it's name. It's that guy. It's yeah, that Ryan. That guy. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, and those follow up that, is that that's what's going on. It's not a bounce back. It's just that oh. everybody's sending all these hearts and exclamation points. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> And he's asking, doesn't he have a show in Iowa? And, well, yes, Bill, he does. He has the uh, Natural Iowa Muscle, which it used to be under a different name way back in the day. And so I have to share this little story. So Ryan's show, which, was it the Iowa Natural back in the day, Ryan, or what was it? Um, yeah, so it was, originally it was called the uh, Central Midwest and Natural Iowa Championship. And I just thought that was way too long. <laughs> so I shortened it up. So made it natural Iowa. There you go. So that it was a natural Iowa. 
And so Ryan's show was the very first show I ever competed in. In fact, Ryan was the very first person that I ever took opposing lessons from. <laughs> and I don't even know if you remember that, but that was back I when, do remember that. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. And so I give Kaylin a hard time. Or, you know, Kaylin will throw out a bikini booty pop all of the time. But I first learned the booty pop right here, this guy, Ryan Irwin, about six years ago. And I know that you've and won Best Poser, and I've seen it happen, so uh, apparently the booty pop's working. <laughs> yeah, I have, you know, I have, so there you go, and it all started with you, so there you have it. Um, oh, shoot. So that is fantastic, and we get, and if we get a chance, because you just had your show last month, I, I do want to talk about those results, but. So you're the new incoming president for the NANBF, mm-hmm. and with that, I know there's always a little bit of shakeup, a little bit of change, but, you know, I, I understand there's some exciting things that are going on, too. So if you can just kind of give us the the ins and outs of what's been going on since you stepped into this position. Absolutely. Well, you know, the first thing I want to I wanna just, you know, tell is, is it's, it's a team. It, it's not me. Um, we've got a fantastic board. Uh, we meet weekly, um, so we're c- uh, continuously working together to make things happen. Um, you know that that board consists of uh, John Arnold; uh, he's the vice president. Um, secretary is Jennifer Martinez. Treasurer is, is Becky Arnold, and then uh, executive director is uh, Keith Hunter. So we've got between the the all the group of us, I mean, we're constantly um, working together to, you know, bounce ideas and, and get feedback and keep, keep our antenna up. Um, but then also, I mean, it even goes further. I mean, we've got promoters that are stepping up and doing various tasks. So it's certainly, it's, it's not a one person show by any means. So I've, I've got to give the credit to, to the team because that's, that's how things get done and how things happen. So. But well, that said, I, I mean, what's that? I, I gotta, I gotta share my my story because uh, you know it, this um, this guy, <laughs> he's a gem, I tell you. And I did not know he thought the there's the booty pop, and and she can work it now. So yeah, something went way right <laughs> with that one. But um, it's so funny watching guys that that uh, have to step across that line. To, because you, you have to be comfortable in your own skin. And you, if you're teaching, you have to be willing to go that extra mile because a lot of times we see it, but it doesn't match what our bodies can do at that current time. And mm. when you can have a guy that can make that happen, I, I'd be interested mm. to see it myself. So I'll be looking for that next time I see you, Ryan. But also, <laughs> one of the things that I just love is that you don't have any problem educating. Uh, and I, 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 what I was amazed with is even from the side of the stage, you still knew when uh, the people on the stage weren't pulling the poses correctly. And I, I said that takes talent and that takes a good eye, a good keen eye. So I'm, I'm always thankful when I see you on the judging panel because I know the, the athlete won't be cheated. Because you know that's that's been an issue in in the past, and we'll we'll speak on that later. But um, it's always nice to see a good judging panel because I think that's what makes for the best show is when you have somebody that knows what they're doing and and can differentiate a good person on stage as a side to a person that's matching the criteria perfectly or or most mm-hmm. uh, most closely. So, you know, I've learned that and that you were one of the people that said that to me in, in the beginning when I said, wow, that lady looks phenomenal up there. And you said, yeah, but she'd be better in figure. And and that just kind of got me because I was thinking, well, there's first place until you said that. And I had to start looking in the criteria for what was for, you know, that pose, that class, that category. So that really changed my mindset. And I I really understood a lot more simply from that education that you gave me. So thank you for that, but also thank you for what you do for the for the athletes that a lot of people don't even think about. 
Well, I, I appreciate that, Kaylin, and that's and that's exactly you know what what we want to continue to do and grow and you know for this year and years beyond. I mean, so you know some of the things that we've done over the years and we're going to continue to do is you know focus on the athlete. One of the things that we we do is uh, all of our all of our competitions have, are a continuous format, and you know it's something that we've worked really hard to. to uh, perfect and and it, it's a challenge, you know, because the judging is live and it moves fast. Um, and what that continuous format is for people who might not have experienced it, uh, you everything goes uh, all at once. So in other words, you start off in in your category. You know, let's say it's men's bodybuilding. You start off and you come out in your class. You do your quarter turns. You do your mandatories. Uh, you go off stage, um, and then all the competitors in the in that category do the same thing. Everybody does their routines, and then after everybody's done all that, then we go right into finals, and we start handing out awards. We determine overall winners, and you're done. So instead of coming in, you know, early in the morning and staying till late at night, um, you're there for two, three hours, and, and that's it. And then we move on to the next category. Um, you know, and, and we do that because it's, you know, again, for the competitors, they love it. Spectators love it. Um, you know, it's, it's just, it seems like it's the right thing to do. So we've been, we've been doing that and have um, had a lot of success for that with that. Um, another thing we're, we're really trying to focus on is exposure. Um, Kaylin, you mentioned me judging, and yes, I, I, I certainly love judging, and it's one of the toughest jobs there is. Um, but my favorite new job is actually interviewing competitors. Um, you guys do this, and it's phenomenal. And I think it just gives people an opportunity to hear the stories of these competitors and, and how they got to where they are. Um, I think that Everybody, I know that everybody has a story that needs to be told, and to give them that platform, I think, is just a great opportunity to not only let them tell it, but then also allow others to hear it and hopefully get them thinking about, oh, hey, this natural bodybuilding thing, I could do this, I like this, and and I think that's how we need to grow that the sport is through that reach and and and, and those stories. So that's. That right now is my, one of my my favorite things to do, and I'm, I'm you're going to see a lot more of that this year. Well, that's awesome, and we are all about athletes getting their uh, their 15 minutes of fame, or however they call it. But it is great that as more people see what they're doing and hear their stories, that they're more likely to jump into the mania that we all love. And I know Kaylin and I think that that is just, I mean, it's one of our favorite jobs as well. Um, this question here that I'm going to share is from Dave. <clears throat> He's asking, why don't we hear more about natural bodybuilding from natural athletes? Oh, we're we're just diving in on this one, Dave. <laughs> we are we are just going to scoop everything we've been talking about to this point. But let's go ahead and talk about it. It's it's a good question. So, you know, Ryan, just to kind of bring you up to speed on where I think Dave is coming from. I mean, we we talk off and on on the show about how. A lot of natural athletes, when you see them talking about other bodybuilders, they're not natural bodybuilders. So I think Dave is wondering from your perspective why natural athletes aren't pumping up more natural athletes. That's a great question, Uh, you know, and I I wish I I had a good answer for that. I mean, I know that, you know, whenever we are – have a um, a platform that uh, we can use, whether it's guest posing or – or as interviews or, or judges or, or whatever it is. I mean, it's, we really focus on, you know, natural, natural athletes. And so, um, you know, I, now that said, humans are selfish and they're self-righteous, you know? So uh, it's, it's sometimes it's, it's more of the, uh, it's hard to get people to talk about other people. Um, you know, so I, I hope that, you know, we can continue to uh, show that, demonstrate that by example, um, you know, and, and, and again, getting, getting 
natural athletes exposure, whether it's on social media, giving them, you know, adequate stage time, you know, whatever that might look like, you know, certainly that's, that's, uh, that's definitely a, a priority. Yeah, you have I, it. KP, I, anything to add to that? Yeah, I, it's uh, I, I, it, it's one of those that it's had you scratching your head. Um, I know there was a a guest poser that uh, that the the Olympia winner last year, and and I guess he did a terrible job, terrible job, and he was not ready for the the guest posing thing, but. You know, far be it from us to even worry about it because it's it's in the enhanced realm. So I was like, well, who who really cares? <clears throat> that time could be spent speaking about other natural athletes that uh, we either are motivated by, we look up to, or stand in the in the in the ranks of the elite of the naturals. And it's just amazing that basically we we even when they win their respective shows that uh, they're very seldom promoted by their peers. And and that's amazing to me. If, if we're so driven to follow them, I mean, you look at their following, they have plenty of followers. I mean, if you look on the Instagram, if you look on the, uh, you know, the Snapchat, if you look on the, the, the Facebook, the, the Twitter, that they have plenty of followers. It's just amazing that they are followed in the way they are, but they're not promoted and the way they should be. Because we asked the promoters, we asked the, the presidents, we asked the organizers, all of these people to step their game up and, and promote the natural athletes. And I would be kind of ashamed if they reversed that question and said, hey, are you, are you mm-hmm. going to support them like, like we're supposed to or you expect us to do it? Because that would be the counterpoint to asking. And so it's, it's, it's amazing that we want so much in this, and we wanted to get better, but when it comes to putting our feet to the to the pedal and and and, and to the to the concrete and the asphalt, it seems we're lacking. And and you know I challenge you guys that if if you're going to ask anybody to do better, then start with you first. And that that's a challenge that uh, we all need to take hold of and, and do more. And you know if, if we're going to have people speaking up for the athletes, it should be us. I mean we should be more vocal and. Uh, less ashamed to speak for our own peers. I, I'm just amazed that it hasn't grown in the way it should when we're so elated to see each other in person. We're so excited that someone we know is going to be there and they're a well-known and well-established athlete. And the only time we say anything is when we see them in person. Not that I'm excited to see you over social media. Can't wait to, to see you guys when we're on our way. And, you know, like a show like this where we can speak openly about these names. We, we have yeah, I mean, top-notch athletes, and I, I just it just amazes me that, you know, people are still learning about natural bodybuilding to us, and now with Brian speaking on, on behalf to the athletes, that now that's going to be an introduction to somebody when we should be so much bigger and we have such a, a grand platform. And I hope I didn't rant too long, but that's that's just one of the things that puzzles me about that. That's oh, there you have. You know, it, it wouldn't be a show without a KP rant. It just really wouldn't. So that's, that's quite all right. <laughs> that is quite all right. So, uh, but we do have another question. I'm going to slide in here. This one's from Larry, and it's kind of a two-parter, but it's uh, it's tracking along with what we're talking about. He is asking, when an athlete fails a drug test, what are the steps taken to deal with it? And then part two is do we think that's what keeps athletes from speaking up for other natural athletes? Is the possibility of a failure and the embarrassment. What do we think? Brian? That's a a good question. I mean, you know, we, we certainly, um, I mean, the drug testing is, is foundation of natural bodybuilding. It's something that we take very seriously and, you know, one of the things that we really try to do is is put help somebody not be in that position. In other words, you know, educate them, make sure they understand the the banned substances, they understand the procedures, they understand why and what happens. And let's be honest, there's options out there that they could pursue that they don't want to deal with that or can't you know pass those. Then there's options. So. 
Um, I think that's the first thing, and then that goes back to education. Um, and then just, you know, making sure that the, the, the process is uh, buttoned up and, you know, making sure that things are happening. Like up in Minnesota a couple weeks ago, I hopped in and did some drug testing because it just has to be done, you know, that has to happen. So, um, you know, and, and if that – if that turns some, some people off, I mean, so be it. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, you know, because that, again, that's, that's, that's a, found, a foundational part of the, uh, of the sport. So, um, so I don't know if that's turning people off per se, um, but, and, and maybe I didn't quite understand the question, but I do know that we were certainly always making sure that that process is locked, locked in tight. Yeah, um, it, that's, it, it's a good question, and, you know, this is something I rem, I, don't, I can't remember the athlete, and I do apologize for that in advance, but they said, you know, far be it from us to speculate when someone looks so phenomenal that they must be on something, because then we're catering to a very negative state of mind, and how can we support anything that we're questioning? I mean, we have to understand that somebody knows more about this sport than we do because they've been in the business longer. They've done better with their lives. They've done better with their health. They've done better with their physique. And some people, you know, God bless them, have been in it from day one since they were 16 to 18. I can only imagine the muscle development on a body that knew and coached and supported in exactly the right way. Some of us, you know, went through a lot of bumps, uh, uh, potholes, speed bumps, uh, ditches, side roads, and then we finally got our bodies aligned to to be healthy and fit, and then step on stage. And some of us have been in, been in it from day one. Like I said, when we start the speculation game, that's what the enhanced want to hear because then it says, "All right, if there's doubt, then come over here and jump in." The thing that always confuses me is you know there's no doubt that people are using, and you still get on there and lose. And it just amazes me, and I, I think it's it's almost comical to where we get to this kind of thinking and we become self-sabotaging individuals on our own brand. We are natural athletes. Of course there's going to be people that don't want to do it. And, of course, there's people that are ignorant to what natural bodybuilding is simply because they've only been in the enhanced arena. We still have to get out there and do our due diligence and, and speak on our, on behalf of natural bodybuilding and natural athletes. If we don't, who will? And, you know, to say that somebody else should always be doing something. Well, somebody should. Well, somebody should do this. Well, somebody should do that. Sooner or later, somebody's got to be us. And if we don't, you know, hold that banner high, then then who sees us? I mean, if you look at, uh, at our gym, Fit, uh, Fit Body You, you have Mike Newman and, and Kaylin Patterson, two of the biggest miles in natural bodybuilding. And we still can't get the information out uh, well and, and good enough for everyone in the gym because we still have the enhanced uh, community that, that does participate and in, in using the equipment. So, you know, it, it's still going to be a struggle. It's still going to be something you have to deal with every day. And you're still going to have to live that life in front of everyone you know. And if you're not willing to do that, then, you know, it, it's probably better to be quiet. But I do think that we have enough elite individuals in this sport where we can make a difference and can make a change because sickness and death is the alternative. And I sure don't want to see my friends, family, and peers taking that route. Yes? No doubt. No doubt. You know, and I'm not going to belabor this point, but I'm just going to say, you know, we talk about sickness and death. We don't always post about it because, that's just, I don't know. I don't know if that's really what we need to do on Midwest Muscle, but we see posts all the time. And I know some more came through this week of uh, bodybuilders that have passed too soon at a young age, and uh, I don't believe they were natural. So it is a real thing, guys, and I will leave it at that. I'm going to bebop us back to uh, Ryan Irwin and the NANBF and him being a promoter as well. And I've got a Corey a Corey, a question for you, Ryan, from a Corey. Yeah. And he's wanting to know, did a guy named Scott own your show before you did? Yep, yep. So, uh, Scott, let me give you a little history lesson here. So this year, 
was the 25th anniversary of this, this competition. And I didn't start it 25 years ago. It was actually Scott Dickerson. And Scott gotcha. was one of, the, one of the, yeah, he's actually one of the founding fathers of the NEMDF. And, um, you know, I was very fortunate to, I mean, I, I, I competed in it when I was just a, a wee lad. And, uh, you know, he uh, eventually took me, took me under his wing and, and showed me the ropes and, and has been and continues to be a mentor of mine. And then, um, you know, really taught me how to promote and just about what it, what the sport's about. And, and yeah, so I don't even know when it was. It's probably, I think, maybe 18 years ago I did. I can't remember. But, yeah, so then, then uh, I took it over from him and, you know, just trying to, you know, carry on his legacy. Awesome. And, I mean, and I think you've done so. that and, and helped us, I mean, clearly have helped the show to grow because it seems just to get bigger and bigger all the time. I'm going to digress for a moment, though, because – I'm wondering if you still have the video of your Michael Jackson posing routine <laughs> and if, if you can oh. share that on our Midwest muscle page for us, <laughs> because I think the world needs to see it again. And then also I'm going to throw out that you and your lovely bride have done couples competitions also in the past. So just a long history of competing in addition to everything else that you've done and I know we're going to move on to your show results here in just a second, but I also know that there are some new promoters in the NAMBF in a couple of different states. And um, right after you share that video on Midwest Muscle, um, <laughs> if you can clue us in <laughs> on some of your newest family members and when we might be seeing, um, you know, more information about their shows when they're going to be up and running. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what, Ezra? I'm gonna have to. I know that video's out there. I'll have to dig it up. It's uh, there's a lot of them out there. So um, that one's not my best routine. I don't know which one there, if there is a best routine, but I know which one you're talking about. So um, no, it's it's uh, yeah. We've got some cool things happening this year. Uh, you know, the first one is uh, we've got. James and Umo Collins, they're actually bringing a competition to uh, Oklahoma. And so it's a, oh, wow. a cowboy classic. Yeah, it's in Stillwater. Um, it's uh, October 26th. Uh, you know, they, they're phenomenal. They've been in the sport for many, many years. And uh, just just a great addition to the team. We're excited to have them. So, um, so that's coming up. And then the other the other news is Abu Shabazz. Um, that might be a familiar name for anybody that's been in the sport for a while. Um, he he's been a longtime competitor, uh, coach, trainer, and he's actually taking over the KC Classic and International from Fred Jan Rolette. Oh. So that's, that's oh, wow. exciting. Yeah. So He's worked um, very closely wow. with the Rolettes over the years. In fact, he trains at their studio. He's a trainer at their studio. And so um, it was just a natural, uh, a natural segue there. So, um, so, yeah, so we're excited for that, and um, it's going to be a great year. All right. Well, that I did not know about that transition of the KC Classic, so that's that is exciting. We're gonna to have to see how that rolls along. I'm sure it'll be fantastic. Oh yeah, that? yeah. No, and it's uh, like I said, it's they work. I mean, you know, Abu's down there and training at Laser Sharp Fitness. So I mean, it's it'll it'll it's good. And Abu, he's he's excited. He's super excited, and he's been in like this year, and he's just taking it all in and. And, you know, kind of like I did with Scott, you know, just continuing the legacy that, you know, Fred and Jan have, have built and, uh, you know, just, just continuing that. So, All right. Very good. Well, let's, let's, let's dive into this legacy. Tell us about the 2019 NAMBF Natural Iowa. How many competitors did you have? What went down? How did this go? Certainly. Let's talk about who won. So, you know, this year, uh, very pleased. We had like almost to the exact number, the same amount of competitors as last year. So always run just a little over a hundred competitors. Um, you know, you always have a few drop out, but 
that that that's a competition size that I love because you know you got nice full classes. Um, you're not there till two in the morning, um, and it's just it's it's I like that size. So we had a, a bunch of people come in from all over the place. Uh, you know, obviously we have locals as well, but just just really pleased with it. I mean, we had some uh, some competitors in that went up uh, two weeks later and made a splash in the IPE uh, North American up in Minnesota. And so, you know, it's always kind of neat to see them, you know, take that, take that next step right away and see success. Wow. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was good. For the, the KC Classic. That's awesome. Um, now that you mentioned the uh, Mr. and Miss Minnesota, that that's not a show, a uh, small show either. And I'm sure that you have to be super happy that the Midwest is representing natural athletes the way we are. I mean, I'm, I, 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 I'm biased. I know, I know this. Guys were called Midwest muscle, so yeah, just think about that. So yeah, I'm, I'm super biased on that. But you know, Ryan, we we've we've been in the game for a long time, you know, watching the the growth of the sport. As a fan of the sport, how does that, you know, just get your heart pumped knowing that athletes are stepping up with better nutrition, better information, better coaching, better posing, you know, looking down the road. How does that have your heart set like super excited knowing that it's going to get even better? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, it, there's no question that this the sport, um, I think like uh, probably two, three, four years ago, I think there was kind of a, um, uh, a right sizing, if you will. But now, I mean, it's, it's, it's ready to, to grow. And we've seen numbers up this year and the level of competitors are up. I mean, or just the conditioning and just everything. So it's, it's exciting. And, you know, what's, what's neat about it is, you know, throughout the season, you hear about people talking about, you know, wanting to, you know, uh, get their pro card and then qualify for Worlds and just, you know, it's, it's neat to see people progress. It, it's, more of a, it's more of a season mindset. Like, you know, it used to be, you know, okay, one, one contest, boom, get it done and be, be over. But now – Athletes are they they understand that okay no let's pick out two or three competitions and let's 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 do a run you know let's make this a season um, and I think that's the right thing to do because I mean it gives them more experience um, and it just gives them more exposure and it's, it's fun I mean if you've worked your butt off for weeks and months you might as well you know get the most out of it and, and get some traction, you know, get out there and get on stage and enjoy it. So it's, it's, it's definitely, um, it's exciting. And, and like you said, Kaylin, I'm excited for what's, what's to come in, in the years ahead. Well, lots of good stuff. Definitely. Um, I'm going to circle this back around. Let's talk about the good stuff that uh, happened at your show uh, earlier last month. Let's talk about men's bodybuilding. What were some of the highlights of that category? Oh wow, yeah, Desiree, we had a we had a fantastic men's bodybuilding group. I mean, I'm 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 old school, you know. That's where I originated from, so I, I love seeing the bodybuilders. And we had, you know, two stack classes of of men's bodybuilding. Um, and actually, uh, in the one of the the phenoms, a uh, guy out of Minnesota, Vac Van Sant, he came out and, and uh, he's a, a collegiate competitor. And this guy just has so much potential. Um, he ended up winning that the short class, and he gave the uh, the open tall guy a real good run for his money, uh, Michael Gonstad. And he actually, Michael, was down in the southern states two weeks earlier. And it's just what I was talking about. You know, he placed second, runner-up, and uh, looked fantastic. And uh, he came up in Iowa, and he got the win. And so that's that's what you see. You know, you see people that they just they springboard from one contest to the other, just getting a little bit better each time. That's awesome. That's awesome. 
Now, I, and you know, you and I were talking earlier. There's a name there that I hadn't seen in a while. He uh, he didn't win, but he came in second in the men's open short, and then he was also uh, took first place in men's bodybuilding Iowa, um, and that's Matham Abdul. And I first ran across him like my very first show, and he was there. <laughs> I think he was there the year after that too, and then I hadn't seen anything since. And now I'm glad to see that he's back on the scene, and it looks like he's doing pretty well. Yeah, no, it was cool to see uh, his name come across the wire as a as a competitor. Uh, yeah, Mason, he's been he's been in the sport for a long time, and he's a local guy, so it's always neat to see. And um, you know, he he come. I'm not sure what country he's from, but it's not originally the United States. So he always has some really cool music that he's playing with his routine. And yeah, so it's neat to see. See, uh, see him come back to the stage. It, and he did a fantastic job. He looked great. You know, you can see that he's obviously been putting in the work over those years. So, um, yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see people come back. You know, like we had uh, a couple that they're from Iowa originally. They moved to California, and then they kind of made it like a surprise. Here we are, visit. You know, Martin and Sarah <laughs> Vantes, their their trainers. They came up, and you know, awesome seeing them on stage and. Just you know, it's just it's it's like you guys can appreciate this. It's like a family reunion, you know, and and yeah. seeing people come back, um, you know, see we'll see you know women like Ricky Blaker. She she uh, she came back, you know, she's been off uh, for a couple of years, you know, had a baby and came back. You know, it's like wow, she looks phenomenal, and it's just it's it's you you again it goes back to stories and you see these people and just. It's just cool to to see him continue on in the sport because it is it's a lifestyle and um and that's what makes it special. And, and yeah, definitely without things. a doubt. I um I just I know KP you're gonna want to jump in on this, but before I lose this thought, I want to hear about Wardell Rankins because I see that he won um, men's bodybuilding 40 plus. He won men's bodybuilding 50 plus, and he also won best poser. So, dude, yeah. definitely brought it. I want to hear about him. So, it, and it and it it didn't stop there. So, Wardell, he actually then he and two weeks later he went on and then he won the in the uh, IPE North American. He won the 40 plus uh, pro class too. So, oh my God. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and I'm loving it because I'm seeing, I'm like, man, you won your pro card at my contest. And then you went up and win a pro show and just a fantastic guy. Um, you know, he's got a, he's got a, a great group of people around him and you can just feel the positivity come off of him and hard worker. And um, yeah, and he's actually, he's, I don't remember his age exactly, but he's actually over fifty. Um, so he's he's yeah. something else. I mean, he's got a he's got a, he's got a military background and, and he just just a hard worker. But yeah, fantastic guy. I had a really good chance to talk with him. And you can actually go on uh, the the Natural Iowa Facebook page and and hear his interview and just uh, hear his story because it's it's a good one. All right, awesome. We will have to do that. Okay, so it looks like you had a uh, a couple of youngins in men's bodybuilding as well. You had a collegiate um, competitor and a team competitor. So Zach Van Sant was uh, collegiate, and then Carter McMullen team. What, in your opinion, needs to happen to get more teenagers involved in the sport? I mean, I've seen maybe one or two shows in the past, you know, six years where they've had more than one competitor in the younger ages. And it might be one figure, one bodybuilding, one, you know, mm-hmm. men's physique. Um, and there are some that might draw, you know, two or three. And I think that's great. But what from your experience and in your opinion would help garner more attention to these, these age groups to get better participation at the competition level? Shut, shut down social social media. <laughs> Be honest, you know, turn, turn off their phone. Um, you know, I I know like when I was a teen and competed. You know, there was always class. You know, and I remember, gosh, there's one year we had 13 teenagers in a class at the Natural Iowa. It was amazing. 
Um, but and I think that and this isn't just the, the, the teen, the collegiate, but I mean, I think this is, this is, a, this is a society as a whole, but you know, with, with Instagram, Instabody, you know, people are just, they, they get that, that yeah um, exposure through that. And I think teens are more so than anything. Um, and, and then the other side of that too, is let's be honest. I mean, they're going to spend, from a percentage standpoint, they're spending more time on it than anybody is. So, you know, I think that then they start to say, okay, hey, I'm willing to, to step out and, and do this for real and actually get on a physical stage. So I think that's a challenge, and I think you'll see them, uh, you know, develop and, 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 and jump on stage when they get into either collegiate level or, or the open level. But um, And I think, too, it's, it's just the categories. I think teen, teen men's physique, I think you're going to see more of just because it's a, a, an easier entry. It's not, and I don't take away from any men's physique competitors, but, you know, let's be honest, it's a teenager is more likely to put on a pair of board shorts than they are opposing to. Um, so I think yeah. that there's an opportunity there for them to say, get involved in the sport and then realize that, Hey, I got some, I want to jump into uh, say bodybuilding or classic or something like that. Yeah, and there's a uh, speaking of men's physique, uh, that that's been growing by leaps and bounds as as well as bikini, and I think uh, for a very good reason, uh, like you said, because people can develop their bodies before they start packing on the muscles. So it it's it takes time as natural athletes, and that's you know that's just the nature of the beast. And uh, anybody that's willing to put in the work and the years, they're going to get the growth and development. So, you know, I think that was a nice addition on both sides for men and women. And it's just nice to see that the, the kids are stepping up. And, and, and like you said, with so much out there to distract them from taking care of their bodies, it's amazing that there's still so many in, in, your, uh, in your neck of the woods that are stepping on stage because you're talking, you know, 10, uh, 12 uh, kids stepping out there. So that's got to be awesome to see that and actually see established physiques, not just people that are, are stepping on stage because they wanted to do something off of a bucket list. So as, as a promoter, that's got to be great. But, you know, as a judge, it's also got to be exciting to see kids developing their bodies in, in, a, in a much better way than what's being presented and portrayed on uh, some of the social media platforms with, you know, kids just basically want to hang out on uh, Instagram. And it, it, granted, they – we do have people that have taken the the short road and some of them have taken an even shorter road with filters and uh, basically Photoshopping. So there's always going to be people that are cutting corners and, but you, you got to get met, met in person. And so guys, I know we have a lot of people that are following us on the radio show, but uh, you know, sooner or later, Des and I are going to have to be in front of the camera and we can't continuously filter and Photoshop thinking that's going to save or salvage our image. You're going to get met in person, and they're going to meet the real you, and word gets out really quick. We have a big industry, but it's a small world. So, you know, just do what you got to do. Don't try to cut corners. And save your own life. I can't imagine, like Beth said earlier, we're, we're losing a lot of our youth to drugs. And sadly, steroids and HGH is, is taking out its fair share. So, you know, Check out the natural side, see why it's so important as well as valuable to uh, to your own health as well as uh, the growth, the, the health of this nation. Beth? And there you have it. Um, I'm going to draw us back here since my computer screen decides to pop back up. Here we go. So now I see um, – we had one gal in women's bodybuilding, and I say, hey, praise the Lord for her, Shay Palowski. Um, yeah. Still an area. We want to continue to try and build and bolster back up, no doubt. But uh, just give us a few quick uh, notes on Shay, Ryan. Yeah, so Shay, so I'm going to brag on Shay a little bit here, too, because she came down from Minnesota, and, uh, you know, she, she – popped into the bodybuilding and also uh, did women's physique as well. And then, uh, you know, she looked great. She looked phenomenal, but this was, this is kind of a, a warm up uh, contest for her, you know, kind of get the kinks out, get, get the butterflies gone. And, and so 
Uh, she actually ended up then in two weeks later getting on stage at, in uh, Minnesota uh, at Aaron Callister's competition and actually won her pro card. And, I mean, she had nice. – I, I don't remember how many athletes on stage, but she had a class and she took it. So, uh, so that was – that was cool to see, um, and I actually had the privilege of interviewing her, and it was kind of neat to, you know, congratulate her because I know, I know, I mean, there's more to the journey than that, but it was just, just a neat, neat experience. All right, very good. Whoa. So congrats to her. So it looks like a yeah. lot of athletes, well, a lot, too. Hold on, JP, are springboarding yes, from your show to another show, which, you know, I think that is fantastic. I, if you can do it, and we've talked about this in the past, you know, it just helps you to work out those kinks like you were talking about and get warmed up and, you know, mentally prepared even more for the next show after that. So that's that's exciting to see. Kalen? Well, I I can piggyback right off of that one because, you know, we, we talk about this a lot. Whatever show you have in mind, have a show prepared before that so you can get those kinks worked out. And I, I got to give a shout-out to, to Aaron because he's another one of those unsung heroes that just finds a way to bring it and, and stay in the background and, and do all that needs to be done to take care of the athletes. And, uh, it, you know, hats off to him as well. That's what I wanted to say to him. Yeah. Right, yeah. No, absolutely. So and, and, you're, and you're, you're right. It, there was a time, I bet, I don't have an exact count on this, but I bet there's probably 18 to 20 competitors that, they went from mine to, to up to Minnesota and then in, in wedged in between those competitions was, you know, the Heartland Classic over Nebraska. And, uh, you know, I know there's a, a lot that went over there. So yeah, it's just, it's just a season, you know? The season is the way to do it. Okay. Classic physique. I mean, this is another category that's, that's newer, but it's taking hold like gangbusters. And it looked like you had a pretty decent, a pretty decent lineup there. You had six individuals. You had uh, Michael Golston. Now, okay, and this is no reflection on your show, but I am going to throw this out there. Michael took first place in both bodybuilding and classic physique, and I know the judges have to judge what's out there, but I feel like the criteria should be different enough that it's like it should be different. Like the same person who won one would not ideally be the same person who wins the other. And again, I understand yep. that judges can only judge what's in front of them, but th- that's just my two cents there. No, and and, and Desiree, I, I I I hear what you're saying, and I I agree with you as far as the criteria is different, and and it certainly is different. Um, you know, I I will I will stand behind that, and and Michael was the I mean, he was the he was the rightful and deserving winner in both those categories. You know, he happened to be, um, you know, in classic. You know, you've got that that classical lines, the 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 symmetry, you know, the proportion, you know, great presentation, all all have to be there. And uh, and he did. I mean, he had it all. Um, you know, and then you know, for bodybuilding, you know, you've got the 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 symmetry we've also got that lean conditioning that muscularity um and he did that too you know and um it's certainly you know one of the things that we're we've done this year is with with classic the poses are different you know we brought in the classic poses and so that's a distinguishing factor between the two and then also it, it comes down to structure and symmetry i mean you could say you could have a guy in classic that has that just phenomenal look, uh, just that, again, that classic physique, great symmetry. Um, you know, maybe not shredded, but then you might have a guy who, you know, he's just ripped to the bone, great mass, but his symmetry is just not quite there. He's probably not going to win classic. It's probably going to go to the other guy. Now you switch categories and you – say, okay, put those same two individuals in bodybuilding. Well, if that guy's got the conditioning, his symmetry is, is good, he's probably going to win bodybuilding and the other guy's not. So, I mean, as, as we all know, you know, in, 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 the, in the world of natural bodybuilding, the line between categories is much thinner. Um, but 
that's one thing as judges, just the same thing with bikini and figure. You know, you got a you got a bikini gal who's you know, she's got great shape, she's got great symmetry, you know, she she moves well, she's got that look. Um, versus say a gal who's you know what, she's great muscularity, um, nice broad shoulders, you know, got some good mus muscle uh muscle, just like Kaylin said earlier. Well, that person, even though they have a great physique, they're not going to get the non-bikini because they really probably would be better suited in figure. So those are those, you know, small, those those differences that uh, we really need to look at. But, you know, it, like you said, Desiree, it's it's who's the best competitor in that category. And if it happens to be the same yep. one in, in, in bodybuilding, and it, it could happen. Yes, sir, it could, and it does, but hey, that's just sometimes how the ball bounces. So I'm going to give a shout-out to Martin Cervantes. Did I pronounce that right? He got best poser, so congrats yeah. to you, Martin, and also to Michael Golston again. Um, and then I'm going to quickly call out Nicholas Mabo. Is it Mabo? Mabo. <coughs> he took first place in the Classic Physique 40-plus followed by Ryan Coles, and then Mark Ellingson uh, took first place in Classic Physique 50-plus. Now I'm moving us on to the ladies in figure, and these were pretty full classes here. You had full figure open short and tall. Tell us a little bit about the figure gals and how that all went down. Yeah, and they were two tough classes. I mean, we always get a good group of figure competitors. It's uh, you know, I enjoy that that category and, and they always they always bring it to this uh natural Iowa and yeah, the um you know, the open classes it came down to Ricky and Laura and so close. Um I wanna say it was a it was a one point decision between the two. Um and uh, Laura Wyslinski uh, got the nod in the, in the in the pro card, and um, boy, was it it was close, and it was a it was a tough it was a tough fight for everybody. Well, and it looks like it probably would be. So, like you said, Laura <laughs> Wyslinski, if I got that right. So I was the was MC the, Wyslinski. Uh, I practiced it. <laughs> which Wyslinski? <laughs> there we go. Yep. She was. <laughs> excuse me figure open tall winner and the overall pro card winner. But then Ricky Blaker, who you also um, had referenced, she was the first place winner in figure open short, and she got best poser. So between the two, um, you know that 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 was like probably a throwdown to the last minute. But um, in it, it, but it's going to, it's going to tie in nicely here to our next question. This one is from Lane. So, and uh, tying more closely back to Ricky, I guess, but she wants to know what consists of winning mm-hmm. best poser, what is required, what is expected? Yeah, so, I mean, it, it starts with the mandatories. You know, it starts with, you know, being able to perform the mandatories like they're supposed to be performed, um, listening to the judge, just holding yourself right. But it's also all those other intangibles, um, you know, hair, not hair, skin color, suit, all that yeah. stuff. Um, and, and then, you know, being able to do the, the, the presentation. Now, in my, I'm, I'm old school. I've said it once. I'll say it again. I make everybody do a routine or a stage walk. It's part of the entry process. Um, so, you know, being able to carry yourself right on stage and, and just display things, just, just the way that, you know, shows your strengths. Um, you just know, you see a good poser as a judge, you just want to watch them. You know, I mean, you just like, wow, that's, that's just amazing. So, um, and we do that for every category. Every category gets that. All right. That's awesome. So thank you for clarifying that. Um, and, you know, in another clarification, I guess, if I can use that word twice in a row, not every um, competition, uh, you know, requires you to do a routine. So when Ryan says he's more old school and everybody's doing one, that's exactly what he means. And when we talk about routine, we're talking about a T-walk. And that is a, I guess, a little performance, if you will, that each athlete choreographs themselves to um, either house music or music of their choice. And uh, it's just one more opportunity for the judges to see them 
um, see their creativity, see their flair, and uh, put together a routine of, of poses that they feel best shows their physique outside of just the mandatory. So we have that for you. And, you know, figure collegiate, you have three competitors there. So that's, that's awesome. I'm glad to see that we have some multiples there. All right, men's physique. Again, you had two pretty full classes there. And, uh, oh, I don't even know if I'm going to pronounce this name right. Keani Brooks, if that is um, correct. All right. He took first place in men's physique open short. He also had best presentation. So there we go again. And then Isaiah Bowick, maybe? Yep. he was the overall, well, he was the overall winner in men's physique, but also the first place winner in men's open tall. So as Kaylin had referenced earlier, this is a, this is a growing class. Um, you know, talk, talk to us a little bit about the excitement that happened there. Yeah, I mean, the, the men's physique class was, was stacked. And, um, you know, Keani, he actually, he competed in this very same contest last year. And one is, won his class and then uh, came up short in the overall. Um, and then, you know, this year, uh, same same situation. But I tell you what, Keanu, he is a class act. He actually, uh, he won our sportsmanship award last year. Um, just a huge okay. advocate for the sport. Great guy. Um, and, and, I mean, he's a fantastic, has a fantastic physique and fantastic poser. So, um, you know, watch him. He'll he's gonna do. He's gonna continue to grow and do some some big things. And yeah, Isaiah. He's just he's got that just tiny. I mean, both him and Keanu have tiny waist. I mean, that's the category. But just the the proportion and everything. Just uh, he's got the nod there. And he actually came up then, and he actually exercised his pro card and uh, competed at the North American. Jumped right in. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> he sure Good. did. Yeah. Now. Oh. Was that UKP trying to jump in or? No, no, no. You're fine. Wishful thinking? Okay. I'm you know, good. one thing I will <laughs> right. say, Desiree, so if you look at a men's physique, and this is kind of going back to what we talked about earlier, we had an outstanding class of teams in that in that category. We had three yes. three great teams, you know, Jagger, Caleb, and Carver. And, and it was kind of cool because you could see them banter back and forth on social media. You know, they, they found each other, and they realized they're all competing in the same contest. So, I mean, then the day of the contest is like three stooges. I mean, they're just up there, you know, uh, shaking hands and hanging out and, I mean, obviously competing against each other. But it's that camaraderie. So they actually uh, they got over that hump, and they got on stage, and it was just really, really neat to see. That's very cool, and I also see you had two collegiate athletes as well. So, I mean, you know, you had, you did have quite a few teen and collegiate athletes show up at your show. Um, I just hadn't put all the numbers together yet, and then Kalen had alluded to that when he had given a number like you had over to 10. So that that is really good, and that doesn't happen at very many shows at all. So I think that says something about your show and what it is attracting. So that's awesome. And then, of course, I'm going to bring us to the uh, the end, the caboose here, um, and the biggest part Booty of pop. the show, and, you, and it's not surprising because bikini usually is the biggest part of most competitions with the largest number of competitors. I mean, and your classes were stacked in the open category. You had short, medium, and tall with, you know, oh, my gosh, I mean, almost 10-plus competitors in each of those groups. So talk to us yeah. about bikini. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, was, it, was, it was crazy. I mean, we had three full classes in the open, and, um, you know, each, each one of those uh, classes, I mean, just to crack the top five was a big accomplishment. I had, you know, a lot of coaches out there agree. I mean, it was one of the toughest bikini uh competitions they've seen and you know I think a lot of it is at the beginning of the year beginning of the season you've got these competitors that they've been busting their butts all winning like okay hey it's 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 competition time and you know they'll hit the southern states or and then they'll just start hitting competitions and and just waiting to see you know when their time comes and you know every one of those you know competitors especially those 
you know, top three in each one of those open classes. It's, it's just a matter of, it's not if, it's when. And, uh, and actually, so Alyssa, the short winner, she won the overall and got her pro card. Yep. And then the, me- the medium class winner, Heidi Stark, she went out next and uh, two weeks later, and she won her pro card at Aaron's contest in Minnesota. Um, and, and then Jordan Tim, the, the tall winner, uh, she actually ended up doing the same as well. So it's, again, you, you get to that caliber, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's tough competition, but, you know, they just, again, going back to that season, you know, they just, they hit them and then they, they get that top nine. Yeah, they do. So just a quick recap and to add on to what Ryan was saying. So Alyssa Becerra, she was the overall winner and best presentation winner for bikini. Uh, She was the first place in open short. Then you had Jala Hoffman, second place, and Mandy Day in third place. Bikini open medium. And, again, the differentiation between these classes, again, is height. Um, Heidi Stark was first place. Rachel... Is it do how do how's Rachel's last name pronounced, Ryan? Oh, uh, uh Dope Duax. Okay. Duax. Second place, Jill Parker was Duax. All right. And then Jill Parker was yeah. third. And then Bikini <laughs> Open Well. You had a Jordan Tim first place, Monica Perkowicz, second place, yep. and Adriana Winfrey was third place. And then we had who did we have here in the Masters? Bikini 40-plus, you have Kim Carmichael, first place. Second place, Cassie Coca. Mm-hmm. And Christina Paulette, third place. And Bikini 50-plus, Cassie, is it Coca? Coca? I'm just murdering. Uh, it, I believe it, she's going to be mad. I think it's Coca. Yeah, Coca. Coca. All right. Very, there we go. So, Nice, very nice show. All of your classes well rounded out, Ryan. Women's bodybuilding. We want to continue to see that grow, but it sounds like you had a top notch competitor because she turned around and won at another show, so you know she was ready. So congratulations yep. on that. We are over time. So we're gonna we're gonna cut thanks to the chase and just say, Yes, thanks for sticking with us. Ryan, so if athletes want to know more about competing with the NANBF, where should they go? Real simple. It's info at NANBF.net. Info at NANBF.net. All right. You heard it there, guys. So, Ryan, thanks so much. Congratulations, new president of NANBF. And also on a fantastic show. I know you'll be back again next year. Give your uh, lovely wife and all your kids our best. And uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to connect with you soon. All righty. And Kaylin Patterson, Snickerdoodle shout out. Snickerdoodle is Snickerdoodle and sprinkles. And sprinkles. But, you know, I always have to say hashtag chocolate wave for the win on behalf of the NAMBF, Ryan Irwin, Snickerdoodle, and Chocolate Protein, the boys at P4P Muscle, Kaylin, and myself. Your body is a temple, so let's build it. <laughs>